Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. So let's take a few more calls here and go to Jason, and he's been very patient holding in Austin, Texas on line one. And welcome to the show, Jason. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Wow. Thank you very much for taking my call, Dr. Dyer. Oh, you're welcome, Jason. You don't have a plane that you're going to fly into the IRS building or anything there in Austin, do you? No. <laughs> no, I'm not a pilot. <laughs> it's been kind of crazy. Was... I used to work uh, literally across the parking lot from that building for years. Is that right? Yeah. And, in fact, when they first broke in for the news coverage, I thought it was the building I worked in that they hit until the smoke cleared a little bit. You could see it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was yeah. some event, wasn't it? Yeah, people people get pissed off. They uh, They can do strange things, can't they? Yeah, I tell you what, everyone knew it was the IRS. Everyone who worked in that building or in that complex knew that he was after the IRS. Uh, and in the beginning, you could tell that the media or whoever was giving the statements out, they didn't really want to say it was the IRS until much right. later in the day, but we all mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. So, well, oh, and by the way, I just watched before your show started the uh, ABC News clips. Um, I uh-huh. forget how I bumped into it online, but uh, I, I enjoyed them. They're, they're very good. Oh, thank you very much. Is, was, it, was that the right the website, abcnews.com? Is that, uh, will that get you to them? I think so. You know, I, I think I found it just by, um, uh, you know, looking at your face. Mm-hmm. find it there pretty easily. Yeah. Okay. What's on your mind, my friend? And what's well, your first I'm, name? I missed it. it. It's Jason. Jason. Okay. Yeah. And I'm hoping that you can help me uh, with a little professional dilemma that I have. Sure. Um, I've got uh, two really good um, opportunities that I could pursue. One is uh, basically a, a company that I've been with for about six years. Um, but there's another opportunity out there that looks, uh, looks pretty good. Um, and the company is after me uh, pretty intently. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity on both sides, really. Um, and and I'm, I'm worried that I'm kind of stuck in fearful thoughts. You know, one of my uh, favorite quotes, ever is one that you uh, uh, are credited with, and it's uh, uh, what you think of me is none of my business, right? right. And, I, and I can't tell you how many times I've stood in front of a crowd because um, speaking and training is what I do professionally, and, and I've uh, said that statement and um, you know told people where it came from and uh, how much it's, it's helped me, and ironically, I think it's, it's uh, stopping me now. Hmm. Uh, because in my mind, what I'll do is I'll make a decision to take this new opportunity. Uh, and it's almost like the moment I decide to move this new direction, I get fearful for, um, you know, what are people in this old line of work going to think uh, with all these other companies that I used to work with? And mm. Yeah. And, and nostalgic you... for the old way, and it goes back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth, and I'm stuck, and I hate it. Yeah, it's very easy. You you can you can get unstuck right here, Jason. Very simple. Uh, I can tell the difference in the tone between the two choices that you make that that you have available to you. The really? one choice, that, yeah, I could just I could just feel something different because I, I had my eyes closed and I was just trying to picture you, um, you know, based on what level of, and your level of enthusiasm, which is really the God within, isn't it? And theosiasm, the God within. Your sure. level of 
your level of enthusiasm for doing something different, for trying, to, uh, taking on this new challenge, for being having them pursuing you rather intently, as you said, uh, the excitement in your voice would go way up when you would mention that. And then when you would say, but I still have the opportunity, I mean, I can still stay where I am and things are going to work out there, your energy level would go down. It was like, and I've always found in my own life, okay, I'm 69 years old here, and, uh, you know, every single time, you know, that I had to make choices like you're making right now, it, the, the weighing of this or that, I always found that the, the, the there was something about the mystery. There's something about the excitement of not knowing exactly what it is, but moving in a new place and trying out new things. And I think it's part of our dharma, Jason. I think it's part of what's what's built into us. This whole whole idea that you have to get into a career, you get into one job, you stay in that job forever. And we have a lot of memes in our culture which encourage people to to do exactly to stay the same. You know to in other words, come into the, get into a, a, a particular company, stay with the company for 40 years, retire, get your gold watch, get your benefits, get, you know, and there's all of these things that, uh, you know, that, that are sent our way, these, uh, encourages, uh, to, to stay where we are. And then there's the part of us that, uh, really likes the mystery, like wants, you know, wants to wander into new territory. You know, it's like the, uh, the, the two paths, uh, to, to crossed in the woods and I took the one least traveled by and that has made all the difference. That's Robert Frost. That right. has made all the difference. I would say take the path least traveled by, um, if you're asking me, based on just a minimal reading of, of, of what I'm hearing from you, the idea of, and, and it sounds like you're, it would be going into a whole new area. It isn't, it isn't repeating the same kind of field. Is that correct? Well, actually, it is the same type of uh, field, but it's, mm. um, it's just kind of a different twist on it. In other words, I would be able to have much more uh, immediate Freedom. influence. Immediate, yeah, and, and immediate influence on the direction of uh, this um, enterprise, so to speak. And, and you'd, be uh, doing, you'd be designing it yourself? You'd be on your own doing it? No, I wouldn't be designing it, but I'd be working with the creator to help, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, to help, it's, it's very new, so I would, I would be able to uh, have my fingerprint on it at a very early stage. Yeah. And so and is, it was interesting you heard the energy in my voice because I... I don't hear it, but I trust you that it's there. Mm. So. No, it's definitely there, and I, I can say the same thing about myself. When I, uh, way way back in the in the in the seventies, um, <clears throat> you know, when I I left a very comfortable position at a, as a as a uh, as a teacher and so on, uh, to not only um, uh, take on a new job, but to move from uh, Michigan where I lived all the, to go to New York, and everyone mm -hmm. said to me. How could you do this? Uh, you know, and you can you can teach right here at the university. Plus, you can work at the school you've worked at before. Uh, you've got uh, tenure. You've got all of this, and it's like, and I kept thinking, but that's it's New York, you know. And it was like, if I, you know, the song, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and nobody understood that inside of me, but there was something exciting about getting there, and and and, and then after I was there for six or seven years, there was uh, there was another calling. And uh, I, I, I made tenure there. I was a professor. You know, I had all everything guaranteed. I had a lifetime job guaranteed for the rest of my life. But there was something about I had written this book called Erroneous Owns and uh, the, that the, the, the mystery of being on my own and getting out there and trying it and doing it. And, and as you say, having your imprint on it at the beginning, 
There's just something very exciting about that. It's part of the creative process. It's about the. It's like the Tao. It's like living, you know, the living the mystery, rather than uh, staying with the familiar. Right. And well, there's one more part of this that might you might you might find interesting. Um, I I can't prove it for this new opportunity, but there's tons of circumstantial evidence that in my own line of work I was actually observed. Um, to the point where some of the things that I had done professionally um, show up in this new venture, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so that and, you've been you've been preparing for this all along without even realizing that the universe yeah, has been aligning you. Apparently yeah, So and and even some of you know uh, you know the the, the the quote that you have that uh, changed the way you look at things and the things you look at change mm-hmm. that that is used as well. And so uh, maybe I don't want to take up the whole whole hour here, but you know. Do you have any thoughts on not letting? Because my default would be, or my my way of thinking would be, well, that's that's Wayne's stuff, or that came from me, and you need to credit that, and it's not necessarily being credited properly. I don't know. Maybe I just talk to the person and get that fixed, or is that something that's useless to, to waste energy on? It is. Yes, you you summarized it perfectly. It is a waste of your energy, and and no nobody credit is, you know, an enlightened person doesn't want credit for anything. You know, it's like uh, <clears throat> we do we do what we do. And we're all on the same team when we're out there serving and and making the world a better place. Uh, and I I need no credit for anything that I've ever said, and most of the things that I've said I've learned from someplace else anyway. Um, so it's. Uh, yeah, I, I think all of that stuff is just—it's the stuff—it's the kind of stuff. And excuses be gone. I—I uh, I, you know, the, it's the kind of stuff that we use to keep us back, you know, from from trying out new things and from experimenting and, and you know to making, you know, to making a new impact in our lives. And um, and and it's that 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 little bit that fear is really nothing more than thoughts that say um, I might fail. And if I failed, and if this didn't work, and if I don't make as much money, uh, wouldn't that be, and you fill in the blanks, wouldn't that be terrible, wouldn't it be awful, somebody, you know, would disapprove of me, and so on. But when you're a free-thinking person like yourself, and uh, there's there's an exciting challenge that's out there, um, I always have said you never regret what you do. You, you, you only regret what you don't do. You will, you will never regret doing this, but you will always regret it if you don't. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.